welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Joe. Where is my son? Mr. Hamilton, come in. They brought him in a half an hour ago. He lost a lot of blood is on the way alive? Yes, but you have to understand. The bullet entered... This episode, we are covering Say Alive Reprise, the 40th song in the musical. Yes. What? It sounded like you said because Say I said Alive. Reprise. No, it sounded like you said Say Alive. Staying Alive. alive <laughs> staying Alive Reprise. <laughs> <laughs> we have crossed the 40 mark we are in, the, in the, the, the fourth decade of this podcast. A lot of people said we couldn't do it, Kyle. Well, we couldn't do it without the company because we have a company member guesting, returning to the podcast. It is Tommy Asterisk. Hey, you already know who it is. You already know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Continue to clap for me because I deserve it. Uh, my my takes are hot <laughs> and my face is hotter. No. Uh, <laughs> He's got a catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. I just made it up. Slogan. I'm branding it. Oh, <laughs> we'll have to remember that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, glad to glad to have you back. Um, so, Joe, what is the general uh, synopsis recap of the song? Kyle's <laughs> had a long week, folks. No, <laughs> we are coming off of the duel between George Eaker and Philip Hamilton. And Spoiler alert! For, spoiler alert! <laughs> I can't say alert. I can't say alert. Spoiler alert, folks! Hamilton got shot, and not Alexander Philip. Mm-hmm. Philip is in the hospital at a doctor's house, basically, um, getting his wounds treated. Hamilton comes in to see his son. He wants to see his son immediately, and then Alexander. Then Elizabeth comes in screaming at her husband, <laughs> and she screaming also, in general. Just, just um, back then they called the women hysterical. I'm pretty sure that's the <laughs> the, the term, term they would yes. use back then. Um, well, I'd say emotional. Injured. I would say emotional. Her son was just shot. Um, yeah. Fun Reasonably fact. So. Fun fact. I don't know if Kyle had this anywhere, but she was actually like six, seven months pregnant with their eighth child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm covering that this week or next. Okay. It's okay. in there somewhere. So yeah, um she she was pregnant. Not in the show, but Not in, in, in the real show, life. Yes. But in real life. Yes. Um little bonus nugget there. Um and yes, uh <laughs> they've they they watch their son uh cross into cross into the 40. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> well, Philip did not cross 40. He's still only 19. Ooh. But uh, yeah, he's crossing into another realm. All right. Outer so Tommy, realm. what are a different realm? What are your thoughts here? Why did you want to guest on this song? Yes. Uh, I, I suppose uh, like after my very, very uh, aggressive take on a song <laughs> I didn't like, I wanted to come back to a song that I really enjoyed. Uh, okay. okay. Which is, I guess, spoilers for my ranking. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this song in that, uh, Hamilton does a really good job of, like, the play has a really, does a really good job of making you care about mm-hmm. just everything that's going on in a way that's like, oh, even in a character that was kind of mostly in the background, uh, uh Philip Hamilton, and it's like, oh, right when he passes away, it's like, holy shit, like, who oh. who are you and what what could you have been? You know what I mean? All, all that type of shit. So I yeah. uh oh. I, yeah, that, that's that for me that's just I just really enjoy that song. Enjoy this song because okay. everyone's performances were just super emotional and good. That's a good point because we talked about last week when we did um Blow Us All Away that we hadn't seen Philip in a long time and this is his first and really only highlight song. And then the next song he's dead. So yeah. yeah, they compress Lynn and all the other write and writers and performers compress so much into this two forty five that it is it is pretty impressive that they do make you care so much. I mean it's always emotional when someone's kid dies, no matter For what sure. the circumstance. So 100%. but it's also like someone who we've been following this whole time. Uh they're as in Alexander. So Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't even know if I'm emotional about Philip's passing. It's more seeing uh, Alexander and Eliza's reaction to it that um, you kind of sympathize with them, like everything they've been going through. And now this just on another long list of things that a mother seeing her child go away, it's like it kind of just hits you right in the gut. So. Again, Philip here, neither here nor there. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Philip himself, whatever. But uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think Joe's. You're right. It's it's the reactions of Eliza and Alexander that we did. We haven't really seen them like this before. Like we saw Eliza, like sad and more like angry, sad. But this is more in burn. But this is more like actual like devastation. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it it kind of like, and it was interesting, I guess, because like uh, watching the show, right? I know it's a long show, but uh, when we're watching it, you kind of are able to like, it's like, oh, this is like an hour for us, but for them, it's this has been ten years, it's been nineteen years, it's been yeah. twenty years of my life, and so like for them, the the context is so much deeper, and I guess that like comes across. It's like, oh, this is your child. It, yeah, it, me watching it ten minutes ago, it felt like you know this is just. <laughs> you know, uh, a, a wonderful actor acting, but you're, no, this is in this performance, I'm like, this is your kid dying. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The the performances are definitely top-notch, and that that's at the forefront here. Um, speaking of performances, another shout-out to Sidney James Harcourt Keeps in his third up. role <laughs> as the Doctor. Do you think the other company members are jealous? Like, why does he get three parts? Are they like, well, what's going on here? He has a good presence. He has good presence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's not a knock on him. Yeah, no. So maybe not like some other guys, it's like, hey, I, I could have been the doctor. I would say uh, 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 Cephas. Is it Cephas? <laughs> Who plays Sykes? Uh, Ephus Sykes, yeah. Ephraim uh, Sykes? Ephraim. Ephraim. Ephraim Eker? Sykes is, yeah, Eker's like, I could have played the doctor, but I already shot him. So... <laughs> I yeah, I was <laughs> I was just on stage. No, he's got nothing to complain about. He had a he had a speaking role. Yeah, um, I got you. I was just wondering. But no, I think um, what's his name again? Sydney Harcourt. Sydney Harcourt. I think uh, he Harcourt. Harcourt. Kyle. Um, I think he eventually began to be one of the the continuing. Um, company part of the companies that like tour around and he's probably like the main cast so i think he was like an understudy essentially and that's why he got oh, ended did he up get uh, like uh one of the main roles yeah he got one i want to say he's uh aaron burr but interesting i'm not a hundred percent on that but i think that's also why okay. he got a lot of the uh standout quote-unquote secondary tertiary parts tertiary? maybe wow. during one of your nuggets i will research that okay. um <laughs> okay any other general thoughts or pieces? General thoughts. Reveal these rankings. Let's let's get to what the people came for. Ooh, Ooh. I like the sound of that. Let's well, get it. He speaks for the people. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Well, don't think that's what I, he was I, talking I, about. I'm, well. I, I'm the do- I'm the doctor of uh, this of this podcast. Yeah, actually, he's speaking so. for the people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. Let's get those rankings. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, producer Rick returns again, hinting yes. that this is what the people came for. Exactly. My, re- my reveals. And I'm going to reveal it as initially seen we have 40 32 and negative five or five five no initially seen okay what does that mean mean? when i initially saw the ranking i thought it was (laughs) negative and i was like wow this is deep (laughs) 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 this is some hatred but what is it actually Oh, no, no. Then I heard Tommy's reaction, and I was like, oh, I think that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that yeah. was six. Yeah. 
That, okay, you know, we've got a big itself. we got a big gap here. Big disparity. Uh, <laughs> we got a big gap here. As so customary. As customary first, low man first. Because I was number 40. Um I feel awkward because Tommy loves this song, so I don't want to shit on too much. But um, I mean go go hey, listen, this, Kyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm, I am not gonna take your opinion personally. Oh, Be, you shouldn't. You know, you know no what I mean? Shouldn't. It's it's Thank wrong, you. but <laughs> it's you know yeah, what I mean. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But for me, it's it's a story song. Um, we're moving the plot along. Uh, we do reprise the melody of the first "Stay Alive." I don't even know where I had that. Um, but that's more one of those one of those battle songs I was talking about. Okay, I had that at twenty three. So I was like right in the middle. Um, that was the first day alive. Joe's flabbergasted. <laughs> I don't remember that. Wow. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it's a story song. It's 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 sad. There's, it's two parents watching their kids die. And yes, the performances are great. But I just song wise, don't think there's enough there to put it higher. Okay. Um, so let's go to Joe. <laughs> um, so I had this 32. Um, unlike Kyle, I have a soul. Um, but I just don't think the song. Spots. You're in the 30s. I don't Come think on. the song, the emotional resonance of the song, even though it sits with you, it's very quick. Uh, the song quickly moves on to the next thing. Uh, it's a part of a larger, just sad streak of songs basically um, from like the second half of yeah, Blow these, Us All Away yeah Blow Us All Away this one and the next one are basically like a, a chapter yeah exactly yeah. it's like a chapter sure. in a book um, and the chapter is everything that's sad in Hamilton's <laughs> life um, that's the title of the chapter so of uh, of that trio um, I mean this is ahead of Blow Us All Away I won't reveal where my next song is <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> I I looked at my stay alive ranking and I had it forty. So me and Kyle did not feel the same. Um, oh, interesting! Yeah. You had this higher. Um, yeah, I had this way higher because it has an emotional center point that um, I felt resonated, uh, but not enough to leapfrog some. And I think it'll probably stay around this area when I get my re ranking started. Tommy, number five. Yeah. I mean, how do I how do I defend uh, what is <laughs> that what requires no defense? You know what I mean? Uh, oh. No, I <laughs> I it, 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 I get why uh, for you guys it seems sort of just like this is a story progression song. Whatever, who cares? For me, I guess uh, the thing about Hamilton that kind of made me keep watching for beyond like an hour or two was that like I started to like care and feel things and have all this like all these emotions drummed up in me. And that's like, you know, a testament to Lynn Manuel's talent, but it felt like every song where, or, or almost every song where it was like, Hey, we're going to do some real emotional like labor right now from the perspective of these characters. I was like, Oh, I, I care. So for me, it just, it, it kind of was a no brainer uh, uh, to be number five. I didn't, I guess put it like any higher, which sounds funny because it like doesn't necessarily work as a song independently it's just like mm-hmm. well, i'm we'll just talk like about oh. that later yeah <laughs> but yeah exactly <laughs> you're right uh <laughs> but I, I don't know uh and you know what was interesting uh i noticed when i was like listening i listened to uh stay alive in the reprise and stay alive in the prize just to be like what's the you know what is the 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 reflection here that you're like i can mm. see and it was mm-hmm. literally like oh in stay alive it's the story of hamilton going to do what philip did but having his friend step in instead so it's like oh that's interesting mm. because if if you know what i mean imagine hamilton just okay. dying and then that'd be the end and it's like all right and for me it was like oh that's fucking tight as fuck uh, <laughs> sorry kids if you're listening <laughs> they're used to it we've already been we've already crossed that line uh, that's a great that's a great point I yeah. Sh- yeah I should have listened to that first one because it is that it's the duel with uh, what's his face uh, uh, yeah the, the former general the general yeah, yeah. general Lee Lee yeah, thank the, you the, the rat coward Charles Lee himself. Yes, <laughs> not that General Lee, but the previous yeah. General Lee from the Revolutionary War. Yeah, there are two really bad ones. I'm sure not good. Two <laughs> General Lees, and I'm not a big fan of. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah that's but a yeah. great point. I like that connection. But yeah, it was just, it's just interesting to, to see that and be like, oh, this is well written. But I get why you guys don't aren't aren't uh, dying on this hill. But I don't <laughs> hey, worry, I'll die for staying you guys. alive on this hill. Tom- <laughs> staying alive on this hill. Good point, <laughs> Tommy. As I always say, don't forget. Still top forty six for the both of us. Oh yeah, it's all that matters. It's a solid. <laughs> it's a solid top forty for me for sure. Yeah, solid yeah. Uh, top. <laughs> and when it was it, and when I did rank this song originally negative five, I wrote four additional songs that I thought Lynn should have included. Oh, you thought were better? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like myself. I wrote them. <laughs> then, uh, you know, I submitted them to to Manual. I call him Manual. Uh, mm. And you know, uh, Manny just didn't. Manny didn't, he didn't receive it as I thought he would, but. Whatever, it's all good. I'm not. I'm not taking it. You know, I'm not going to okay. protest this movie or anything. He's uh, busy. He's busy. You know, he's promoting he's in the coming out. He's got yeah, some exactly. other play. He's probably writing right now. Okay. Many cooks in Interesting. the fire. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I can't think of a good segue, <laughs> but we are going to get into the history behind this song. Knowing history. Okay, so what I decided to dive into, and we on purposely, on purposely, on purpose, saved it for this episode, was the duel itself, which actually occurred last song, but we're hearing the results of that duel. So I named this, I was aiming for the sky, and I got most of this from Wikipedia. So... The duel between Philip Hamilton and George Eaker took place in Weehawken, New Jersey on November, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> on November 23rd, 1801, the day after Eaker's duel with Stephen Price, as covered last week. Philip took his father's advice and refused to raise his pistol to fire after he and Eaker had cont- counted 10 paces and faced each other. Eaker, following suit, did not shoot either. For the first minute, both men stood doing nothing, both refusing to shoot. After a minute, Eaker finally raised his pistol, and Philip did the same. Eaker shot and struck Philip above his right hip. The bullet went through his body and lodged in his left arm, not his right arm, as mentioned in the song. In what may have been an involuntary involuntary spasm, Philip also fired his pistol before he hit the ground, but his bullet did nothing. As Philip fell on the ground bleeding, he displayed, as described by both sides, exemplary poise and dignity. His manner on the ground was calm and composed beyond expression, the New Jersey, the New York Post reported. The idea of his own danger seemed to be lost in anticipation of the satisfaction which he might receive from the final triumph of his generous moderation. Philip was then rushed across the river to the home of his aunt, Angelica Schuyler Church, in Manhattan. She wrote, his conduct was extraordinary during this trial. Upon hearing of the events, Alexander Hamilton rushed to the home of Dr. David Hasek. Hamilton wished to inform Hasek of the possible need for his medical services. Hasek's family told Hamilton that he, having already heard about the duel, had already left for the home of John and Angelica's church, Philip's aunt and uncle, where Philip had been taken. Hasek wrote that when Alexander had arrived at the Hasek's home, he was so much overcome by his anxiety that he fainted and remained some time in my family before he was sufficiently recovered to proceed to the church home to see his son. When Hamilton arrived, he observed the pale and ashen appearance of Philip's face and tested his pulse. According to Hasek, he instantly turned from the bed and taking me by the hand, which he grasped with all the agony of grief, he exclaimed in a tone and manner that can never be effaced from my memory, Doctor, I despair. Philip's mother was three months pregnant at this time, and upon her arrival, she and Hamilton stayed beside Philip through the night. After making a profession of faith, Philip died at 5 a.m., 14 hours after the initial wound. Philip was buried on a stormy day with many mourners in attendance. It was reported that as Hamilton approached his son's grave, he had to be held up by friends and family due to grief. Philip's unmarked grave is near the graves of his parents and aunt in the churchyard of Trinity Church in New York City. Damn. So yes, devastating for Alexander as recorded. And as you can Boy, imagine. was I wrong on the amount of months she was pregnant. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, who? Uh, who I knows? had her going into her third <laughs> trimester. I'll have to look. Yeah, you had her like seven. Wow. So it's three. All right, so a lot of talk about doctors in that duel. So, Tommy, I think you got some info on that. Yeah, here's here's your uh, lowdown on doctors. Uh, uh, title, this, I guess, historical nugget is called I'm Doing Everything I Can. Uh, and I got this from the U.S. National Institute of Health, uh, their mm. National Library of Medicine, which has a website portal, which <laughs> is also like, and this is like a document uh, called Treatment of War Wounds, a Historical Review, which is written by like four or five different people. I didn't uh, write that down. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> we forgive um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, more or less... The development of firearms made uh, cartery a universally accepted treatment for gunshot wounds throughout the 16th century. Uh, because surgeons of this era uh, had no knowledge of bacteria, they concluded infection was the result of poisonous gunpowder and sought mm. to destroy the poison by boiling oil onto the wound. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, that so, you horrible. know, <laughs> the precise origin of this practice is, is uncertain. But it was widely popularized through medical texts written by an Italian surgeon. And let me get my, uh, I have to find the voice to say his Italian name, Italianly. Uh, Giovanni de Vigo. You know, that feels, that feels, uh, that sensitive feels. And, and very, very in step with my progressive values. Um, <laughs> thank you for being culturally sensitive and appropriate. Of Fantastic. course, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, don't stand by this. Headphone joke is not. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say Italy had done some messed up stuff, so we can make fun of you a little bit. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Tommy has a uh, flamethrower uh, for the folks that can't see I, this. The, the, the takes are hot, baby. I They're already, fine. I told you at the They'll beginning be of the fine. pod. Uh, hot, <laughs> hot takes and hotter face. Yeah, exactly. It rhymed. Uh, Okay, so now we're jumping ahead in the future. Jump to the U.S. Civil War, uh, which was 1861. So this is well past the time that that uh, 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 Hasek saw and treated Philip. But more or less in the Civil War, they started to, to adjust how they treated gunshot wounds. So uh, amputation became the most common procedure. Uh, so uh, about 60,000 people were treated in the Union for gunshot uh, fractures and the mortality for amputation, which is the treatment. So, like, there's a risk you'll die, of course, <laughs> with the treatment uh, was uh, overall 33 uh, percent. So it it was like uh, if and if it, for one of the lower limbs, 33 percent. So if it was from like mm. the knee down, you one in three people die. Uh, which is good, I guess. Uh, for 1860, that's probably yeah. not bad. <laughs> not too. Yeah, exactly. Blaine Gabbard. And then not from, the, from the knee above, which is, you know, so much of your body. Uh, 50, <laughs> 50, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a huge amount. Like the entire an, rest of your body. <laughs> everything else. Uh, <laughs> uh, 60, 54% likelihood of death. So, Ooh, okay. It's 100% on 50. headshots? 100% on headshots? Yeah, I, I mean, people survive them now. That's factored uh, in. <laughs> but I, I guess, like, if... I don't think you're amputating the head, though. That was the joke. Yeah, exactly. But I guess... Was that, if, was like, that the joke, Joe? Sorry. My brain is like, if you, if I shot, like, a pot and the bullet ricocheted and hit me in the head in, like, 1860, I might, like, make it out of that. I might be brain dead. Or, like, but I'll be alive. Like, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chance. Not, you know, it's not... You technically would... Anyways... Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, so, so, and I thought, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I'll wait, I'll wait till after, but yeah, more or less that that's, that's where they kind of treat it. So somewhere between, uh, boiling the wound, uh, and it, boiling the wound, like and closing it with hot oil and cutting off, uh, Philip's arm. Oh, let me say this. The bullet went through Philip's body and was lodged in his left arm. So I don't know if there was necessarily any amputation that could have happened, but, uh, at some point in the union, like during the union in the 1860s, they were cutting circles. So if you got shot in the leg, I would cut out just a chunk in your leg instead of cutting Ooh. your whole leg off. Okay. If you got shot in the hand, it would probably make sense to cut the hand off. But like if you're cut in like a section of your body that didn't necessarily work to be, I would just cut the section out, which, you know, again, 
54%. Anyway. Yeah, I don't see that going well. <laughs> that's that's uh, more or less my historical nugget. Let's make the hole bigger. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. We can, uh, then we can cauterize like it and cheese. burn you. Give you third degree burn. Dump some oil in it. Yeah. Yeah, the oil thing's so close. Close it, up, close it right up. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of trial and error. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I heard this worked once. Practicing yeah, medicine for me. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, uh, here's some, uh, what is that, foreshadowing. I would think that uh, Hasek would have used some, like, lessons he learned in this dual treatment that he would for one later, but who knows? Nothing is happening. I had to admit some sentences from what I copied from Wikipedia. For a reason. I think I so did a too. lot of oh. what happened during the duel is what we just talked about, but Joe's got what happened afterwards. All right. So particularly with one George Eaker, my historical nugget is titled Who Did This? Um, <laughs> <laughs> in a letter to Rufus King, Robert Trope wrote of Alexander Hamilton. Never did I see a man so completely overwhelmed with grief as Hamilton had been. Nevertheless, he was said to be civil and professional in his later relationship with Eker. So after the duel, Eker continued his law practice as well as serving as volunteer firefighter. According to Eker's brother, on a bitterly cold night in January 1802, Eker and his brigade fought a raging fire and it had been raining. And that night, Eker contracted a cold that settled upon his lungs. Eker would go on to die on January 4th, 1804, six months before something else that happens in 1804. Um, his death was attributed to tuberculosis and he and his fiance, Harriet Livingston, never married. Oof. Damn. Yep, yep, yep. I don't feel too bad for him. I mean, I mean, I don't feel too bad for him. <laughs> uh, that's another know. thing I want to say, Kyle. Uh, in some of my research, um, you know, there's always contrasting opinions. Um, some people said that Eker didn't fire first on Philip, mm. just straight up fire. They said Philip made like a sudden movement and Eker just reactionarily shot. Possible, so, yeah. Yeah. You never know. If you don't know, now you know. Well, I th- yeah, I thought it was interesting that they they specifically mentioned neither of them shot for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it was just a standoff. Because it, yeah, because in the song he shoots before the countdown's even over, so exactly. he just seems like a huge dick. But in this, it was like, uh, do you want to go? It's like, uh, do you want to go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, All right. I was going to say something else that I, I uh, saw on Wikipedia as well. Mm. Uh, the wealth of information that is the internet uh, is that like uh, apparently Philip and his friend Steve Stephen who went and like challenged him to the duel mm-hmm. uh, he faced Stephen like the the next day and then Philip the day after and and Stephen and Eker both fired four shots yeah so, right and they didn't or, hit or each four other. shots total I forget which and they didn't hit each other yeah so <laughs> and they just kind of stopped yeah yeah like, hey, <laughs> it was, like it takes, it takes ten minutes to reload I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'm bored. Let's go to the pub. Exactly. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All is forgiven. All right. From lines of history to lines of the song, let's hear our favorites. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is... I don't know if lines of history is a thing, but uh, I said it anyway. <laughs> But <laughs> believe mine is up first. First, pa. I did exactly as you said, Pa. I held my head up high. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You did everything just right. So this was not the easy song to pick lines for, um, but I. <laughs> I picked this one because it's reflecting back to the last song where Alexander's giving him advice. He says, hey, just hold your pistol up. If he's a gentleman, he won't shoot you. And we found out, I guess he's not a gentleman because he <laughs> did shoot him. So, um, And also that little I know, I know phrase gets repeated a little bit. So that's like 
a nice uh, little musical touch, I think, to a lot of this dialogue. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if it's Hamilton's guilt coming through here or something like that, but yeah, that's what I picked. <laughs> Good line. Solid, yeah. solid. All right, Joe. I think you are next. Well, my line is not as calm and quiet as Kyle's. Let's just say that. Use your strength and stay alive. Um, Eliza making her entrance into this song always, <laughs> it's very sad, but it always gives me a chuckle because she is still mad at Alexander <laughs> and she immediately sure. blames exactly. him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As she should. She walks in she's with, right. She walks in with no prior knowledge and just immediately, you do have something to do with this, didn't you? <laughs> right. I remember. I, <laughs> I, remember I know what you, you did. <laughs> I remember when you try when you challenge General Lee to a duel when I was yep. pregnant. Yep. This this seemed just like. Oh God, well, I remember when you sorry. yelled at uh, George Washington. <laughs> you you. <laughs> um, it's just so funny every time <laughs> she walks in. She it is a little bit barks at him. It's so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> oh man. All right, and we'll wrap it up with Tommy's line. Uh, I don't know how to cue this insult. Just play my line. You change the melody every time. I would always change the lines. I know, I know. I would always change the lines. I know, I know. Fire, okay? That's, (laughs) oh my God. All right, but just him saying, I would always change the line. And then referencing, you know, I forget what song. Take that a break. Was, take a break. Take a break. Yeah, when when he's when he you know does his rap, his initial introduction rap, uh, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is like, I thought that moment was just an innocuous, fun moment. Mm-hmm. Nope, we're we're cashing out here for a bunch of sad bucks. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was just gonna Me be too. like, oh yeah, we're having fun. Thanks, when McDonald's no, Monopoly. This, <laughs> Exactly. Pushing in, pushing in all the sad chips. Yeah, like I, for this, this moment, is, this is what it is. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was hoping either you or Joe would pick that part because yeah. yeah, it's, it's a great callback, and it's something that we, me and Joe, actually argued about when Take a Break <laughs> <laughs> happened. We're like, "What's he doing there?" And I was like, "I thought it was just, I just thought he was getting it wrong." But then he's like, "No, later yeah. in this song, mm-hmm. he says he was doing it on yeah, purpose. He was doing it he was messing with her." I would always change yeah. the line. Yeah. Like, I'm, yep. I'm just a sneaky little babe. <laughs> I'm Alexander <laughs> Hamlin's kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little jerk. Yeah. And I a stinker <laughs> is basically exactly. what this was. So it's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. that next line is when all I right. usually tear up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she starts to count. Yeah, when they start to count. Mm-hmm. You see why this is five, you guys? Like this, this is what I'm getting <laughs> it's at. Not it's five. like it's not five. <laughs> I, I can't. Okay, it's very okay. good. It might not be forty. But yeah, it might it's not, not be forty, five. but it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate your passion. Okay. Um, favorite verse, however you want to chop this up, Joe. We'll go to you. Um, favorite verse. I'll chop this up by uh. Alexander and the doctor, Alexander speaking to Philip and Eliza speaking to Philip. And I will go with Eliza speaking to Philip mm-hmm. um, because that has the most weight to it. I, also, before I let you guys go, I I am so mad that the soundtrack doesn't have the play scream when she just starts crying. Cause that sells it in the play and it's not in the soundtrack. It mm-hmm. does. I saw notes about that that it was intentionally left out. Yeah, okay. Like oh. they wanted to save it for the stage. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. They did the same thing with the ending. I kind, well. I'm kind of fine with it not being in there. I know, but it's I, it's, it's a weird thing to translate lead, to a soundtrack. Need to fill in the blank, so I have to scream and cry in my car. So it's just awkward oh, <laughs> when people are that's driving the next real to problem. Me. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 
You are you are suddenly cast as Eliza when you're listening to the song. It's like, oh, um, oh no, after the horn. Is that guy okay? <laughs> I can't have right, it. Tommy, what uh, do you pick? Can I have the same verse? Because it, it sure. is the same verse. It's the best verse. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it drives it home. I'm going for a clean sweep here, Kyle. Yeah, that, that was mine too. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I was going for a yeah, clean sweep. It was mine too. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I was, mean, no, go ahead, Kyle. For for being accused of being an emotionless uh, <laughs> wet sack, I do have to admit that yeah, that that last the Eliza and and Philip part definitely drives it home. Wow. Yeah, and, and I was going to say uh, kind of to to point to, and I guess you know it being like almost like an interlude. And that's something, again, here's another thing about me, uh, everyone. Uh, I like interludes on albums and stuff. So even songs that are like half songs or nearly mm. a thing, I, I really enjoy it. Like, this is just a creative moment or something. Yeah. I had to watch but that's what this song very much is. Uh, I had the Adams Administration 29. Uh, and, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, see, great. Perfect. Uh, and it's very much the same in this like, oh, we're building up into another sad thing, but it's just like, very clearly deliberate steps of sadder and sadder and sadder and sadder er and can, you know into the <laughs> next song which is like and now we're into sad saddest but the possibly yeah <laughs> crescendo of sadness the, the sad train yeah the sad train is is chugging along the tracks here yeah. <laughs> favorite character uh we'll stick to the same order joe um, can I go? Can I go? The doctor? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he's a character. I mean, can. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Eliza. I can't. This this is one of Eliza's like highlights. Um, to me, she she sells the whole song. So mm-hmm. I have. To, I can't deviate and be the wild card that I usually am. <laughs> There's no buckets in this song. No so buckets. You can't top me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, what do you think? Uh my favorite character is George Eaker. No. Um it is <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> Yeah, his, the, the his villain. De- yeah, the deafening silence uh <laughs> that he's just you know standing obviously in the background. Him walking away. <laughs> uh no, for me it's uh definitely Eliza as well. It's just Elizabeth is amazing in this moment. So Philip Asu, shout out there. Um, I'll go with Philip. It's his last appearance. Uh, Anthony Ramos does a good dying reading here, so <laughs> you really feel it. You really feel like he's on his last breath. So he he does dying very well. Like very good. Yeah, it's, he's he's uh, <laughs> so good. He did it twice. He's experienced that in his play. So, <laughs> exactly. so good. He did it's it like, twice. Oh my god. <laughs> This like any chance you want to die again? By the way, <laughs> yeah. How did how did you learn that you were good at this? I'm afraid to watch. I'm afraid to watch in the heights now. He's like the lead good guy. Point. Yeah. Good point. Well, he's gonna make it. Yeah. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it to the end. Oh god! No. This West Side right. Stories. Would this work? Would this work <laughs> outside the play? And I'm gonna go to Tommy first. Uh, no. I, I've already okay. kind of okay. alluded to it earlier. <laughs> okay. It doesn't. It doesn't work out. I mean, uh, what is what does work outside the play mean? Can I play it and people enjoy can it? Can you listen uh, to it? We've had two definitions that we usually go. Yes. Can you listen to it the show. without context, and then can you play it for unassuming uh, audience? Yeah. For myself, I uh, I'm always down to just suddenly be really sad. Uh, <laughs> So for me, yeah, definitely. It. It's like it. it's just like, oh yeah, like do I oh I'm you know what I mean? Like I just want to feel sad right now. I'll play this song. That'll make sense. Uh but if I were to just like play it in front of people, it would very much be like, Oh, let's console you. What's wrong? And I'm like, are you not listening? And then like, no, we're not listening to the song, you're crying. <laughs> so some weird Broadway stuff going yeah, on. Like, what is happening? Like, what? <laughs> you started playing this song with tears in your eyes and <laughs> They're not um, listening to it. Yeah, before like, you press play, well, you were already sobbing. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were just breathing really heavily in the Gather corner. Gather round. <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a solid nay for both myself and for others that haven't heard the play. Um, I'm not seeking this out. 
I might even skip it on a on a read through or listen through read through listen through. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, it's usually usually a skip for me, unfortunately. Uh, Joe. Um. Yeah. So it's a it's a nay. Uh, hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> um. Gotcha. I can enjoy it every now and again, but six out of seven, six out of ten times, it's getting passed over. Yeah, I mean it's a tough one. Yeah. Fair enough. I I get it. It's not you know what I mean. Like literally, this song is more or less designed to like make you ready to be more sad. So. Yeah, it's right. Not necessarily you're like you're, this is yeah. the appetizer <laughs> yeah. of sad, just so you're ready for the main course of sad. <laughs> Yeah, is this is the the sad tea that the sad wiffle ball is sitting on exactly. that we're about to knock, knock off. Yeah, knock into your, your face. Uh, this it's is definitely the like, sad is wrapping sad? paper good. of the sad gift somebody got you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you're are you excited to be sad? Continue to unwrap. I hope more sadness underneath this. So let's now unwrap the gift that is the producer recap from Yumio. Sad. You gotta do this? Okay. No, that's it. Sad. That's your recap. That's the the recap. Running out of time. This sad song is Stay Alive Reprise featuring Tommy Asterix. Where Hammy is visiting his ill son Philip, who is on his way to another yep. realm. He called Tommy. <laughs> Tommy loved this song and loved Lynn's emotional outpouring on this track. It even sounds like Kyle cared a bit. Joe, on the other hand, didn't care about Phil's death, but his parents' reactions. We learned that Asterix is so deep and loves Hammy's cry faces throughout the play. <laughs> Kyle ranked this song number 40 and felt awkward for 30 <laughs> seconds and then moved along. Like this song <laughs> moves the plot along. <laughs> and think oh, they didn't merit anything better. He titled his historical nugget, I Was Aiming for the Sky, where we learned... The first shots were missed, but maybe not someone's second. As Philip laid on the ground like a boss until rode across the river to his auntie's house. Hamilton rushed for a dock, but the dock was quicker. As he beat Hamilton to the house, Alex eventually got there and saw his son's ghastly face before a three-month Pregnant Lizzie rushed in at to Philip's side. Philip died at 5 a.m. And for some strange reason, he was buried in an unmarked grave. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's pretty bad. I don't think they had the chisel technology. I did. Everyone else had names. Took <laughs> <laughs> a couple years to figure it out. <laughs> They were too depressed to, to shizzle, shizzle technology. <laughs> now Tommy <What> printing press. <laughs> now Tommy in his what looks to be Lakered inspired who does a pod t-shirt hey. rang this song number five and understands or that a lack hmm? you are or correct negative initial five? negative five because of all those tears. And he understands the lack of emotion his co-host may be feeling, (laughs) but he cared and cared deeply, even though he doesn't think this is a song. He brought it back to the original song with expletives and shows how Daddy Ham had better friends than his son. He titled his historical nugget, I'm doing everything I can. And got some info from some medical website. We learned of a barbaric technique by docs back then where they poured oil on wounds. And now we know where Tyler Perry got that scene from. You know what movie. You talking about the Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Where where she poured the 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 hot oil in the... 
it was, it was hot. It, it was grits in the movie, but yeah, okay. it's still, that joke still works. Okay, I was about to say, it's grits in the movie. Oh, see? See? Jeez. It was hot, and it had oil in it. <laughs> <laughs> By the yeah. end of the Civil so, War, they just cut limbs off instead. Knee down, one-third dead. Knee up, slightly above 50-50 dead. His nugget wasn't that tasty. <laughs> Martin was a prop comic (laughs) Joe ranked this song number 32 since the emotional song didn't sit with him long enough and moved by quickly like Philip he titled his historical nugget who did this where he continued on George's life sorry George his life (laughs) it started with Hammy's grief and can you believe George went back to working law where Hammy was still nice to him until he died of TB and no one was mad or sad. Kyle's favorite line was a sad line for the first time in this sad song, which included some guilt. Joe chose a hysterical Eliza where she went in on Hammy. Hysterical by 18th century standards. (laughs) And Tommy, Mm -hmm. on the other hand, chose a caring Eliza line with a dying Philip. Calling back to take a break, which Philip sadly did from this point forward. (laughs) 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 Last one third of the song where he cries in traffic while Kyle and Tommy are crying on the phone with him. We had two Elizas and one Phil for a favorite character. And nay, they all say around the clock as they poured a plethora of sadness into our lives with analogies. Somebody's really wow. practicing wow. his writing. Wow. I'll say that. <laughs> they are <coughs> they are increasing every week. <laughs> That, wow, that's that's the best producer recap so far, I think, in my humble opinion. But you know, I'm I just, enjoyed it. I'm you you brought the best out of me. You're yeah. welcome. Uh, as as I always do, I am. All right, know. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of time, we are right at my left quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. As Philip did. This song, it, well, this is the running out of time game where Joe currently holds the lead at 16 to 13 with 10 ties. This is the 40th song of this historical play where, well, oh, which is Stay Alive, reprise, which is one minute and 51 seconds long. Okay. 151. And we are guessing where it ranks from, from longest, longest to, shortest. to shortest. Tommy, mm. feel free to participate. We are sending numbers to Rick. Uh, I'm not going to participate because this is a competition. And, you know, huh? I well, want to clear say you're exactly right. Well, the winner will be between it. me and Joe. But the- Oh, don't worry. I'm just going to say I knew when Rick says the answer. <laughs> he said it was one, one, <laughs> 155. He's at 151. What? 151. <clears throat> nope, I'm not going to change my number. Stick it in. Not the best choice of words. Right, I said mine. <laughs> I don't like this. Stick it with All it. All right. <laughs> I don't feel good. We have. Me. I feel horrible. We have 41 and 36. Nine. Ooh, mm. It's gonna be forty. <laughs> Without Would you like yeah. to guess, Mister Asterix? Uh, Asterix? I'm just gonna throw out a number. Uh, I see it in my mind's eye. My chakras are opening. Uh, three six. Three six is in thirty six. Mm. Mafia. Three o. Hey, now there is. One person who got it right on the head. Ooh. And that is Tommy. 
What? Just what? You know, this is I don't know what six. I don't know what to say outside of um. I lost. By the way. Keaton, how did you, you guys DM oh, each other? He gave you the answer. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I have my ways. That's did you make you your own know. ranking and and figure it out where it was? No, no, yeah, I did the the hard just sort labor. that spreadsheet. Yes, yeah, God, that would be so. Kyle I mean, I takes the win. Yes, Kyle takes the win. Yes, <laughs> in 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 recap, I do winks at thirty nine. I am closer to 36. I am so now 16, 14, 14, and 10. First of all, yes. I did not upset. think this would be. That is very high. I'm upset because I didn't wake up with a number today. Completely mm. forgot to do that. <laughs> well, that's that's your problem. Second, I almost changed it from 41 to 39. And then I was like, no way. It has to be uh, 41. And once he said 39, I, almost, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, I thought it was going to be forty because it would just split them difference again. But I didn't want to say I didn't want to say forty again because that was my ranking. I was like, I do that too much, and you still would have won. All right. So we have got a lot of comments from ourselves. Let's hear from the company. You believe weird comments? Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got comments from the company. Not a ton of them, but we got some rankings. Big Smeezy on the Discord has this ranked number 44. Smeezy's not a fan of the emotional. Not a fan of the emotional. Of course she's a I think she's not a fan of the sad. Of the sad. Yes. The sad. You're right, correct. Uh, PCG on the Discord though has this at number seventeen. Mm, that got Tommy's attention. Yeah, yeah that got much, much closer to the to being aligned with what's the real. Correct. The real, yeah. yeah, the correct one. All right, <laughs> I have now opened the Instagram and I'm reading this for the first time. So bear with me. It has a lot of ellipses. <laughs> From Yulia One on Instagram, stay alive. Reprise. Well, he did it. And Joe's happy for it, as we <laughs> learned last week. Now, as we do know, is that not good at all? Is that not all good things come in twos as heard with this song? For some. As for me, I loved it. Loved it one more than my worst song of the play. So I believe that's 45 for UBO one if I... Did all the <laughs> math in my head correctly. <laughs> Loved it one more than my my worst song, meaning what a wonderful what a wonderful way to have a sentence that is very misleading. They have, I mean, we're used to it by now. The, the Riddler of the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say this is very much like you have a. Uh, you might have like be able to work at Fox News, like spin. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that talent. Is, that is a rough comment. I mean, it's work. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's that's my that's my plan. Maybe. Once I'm done with Space this, check. I'm gonna collect Space all of the uh, Instagram posts and say, <laughs> "Look what I can do." Your, it's your resume, my portfolio. And then I'll show a picture my of myself and it'll blow them all away. <laughs> you know, they will actually. And they're uh, like, "Next." No, I think they go out of their way. They give you a show. Yeah. <laughs> give you a show. All right, all right. Let me oh grab the God. show by the reins. Uh, to leave your comment with the company, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod, or you can join our Discord, which is our pinned tweet. If you want to get into that secret society and be a part of that, um, I believe Kyle will tell you about the shirts. We got shirts. shirts. We got merch. Merch. Go to wdap.anulo.co to grab you a company member shirt, which Tommy is sporting tonight. Proudly. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my shirt. I'll tell you guys how it feels. Uh, Big fan. Has comfortable. 
All right. Nice. I look really good in it, but I look good in everything. But I'm telling you, you'll look good in this. Not you as good as better me, in this. But you'll also look good. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll look, look better, better yeah. than you did sporting a company member shirt. Mm-hmm. That is a review straight from the source. Yes. Exactly. We also have our Handboy shirts. Grab one of those. And remember, if you buy a shirt in every color, you win the Handboy challenge. Yes. And become and the greatest company member. I've amended on the planet. it. Me and Kyle will just have a Zoom conversation with you. Oh, yes, that I will agree with. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm on board So if, if you're the, the fan else of the Handboy shirts, you get a Zoom call. Okay. Yeah, you get an hour long. Every single hour. Yeah. You get a 15 minute Zoom chat. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes to an a hour. Lot of money for depending on how good the I'll conversation agree. begins. You get an hour long. <laughs> hour long we might Zoom bump it to 20 if it's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. If we're doing all right, I might go 20. We are part of a new low network. Go to a new low.co to check out all the other shows that we and many others are on big roster. There also has all the links to our social media, to the discord, hop in, chat with us, chat with the company. Uh, Joe, do you want to mention what we're doing? Oh, because yes. Of last week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as everybody is on pins and Can needles more to figure content? out what is happening due to our tie last week of blow us all away, which blew me and Kyle away. We, I still don't it believe both it. of us away. Uh, I'm still double checking my <laughs> ranking to see if that's correct. Um, somehow I think Yumio configured some type of device to scramble my, all my rankings. into my Gmail, started moving stuff around, <laughs> but, that's what I did. <laughs> May 8th. May 8th, next Saturday, we are going to do the rewatch. Um, again, you have to jump on the Discord because that's where we do it. So, again, I will prompt you to check out mm-hmm. the Discord link either on the website, anulo.co, or at the pinned tweet of Who Does a Pod. Um, yeah, May 8th, what, 9, 9.30-ish? Sounds good to you? We should do it around 9.30 Eastern. Yeah, nine thirty Eastern. Pop on that bad boy. Have a couple of drinks. The uh, fun, merry, lots of laughs. A few laughs. We can sing a lot now because we are so further in the show. <laughs> yeah, we we can reveal so many yeah, things everything. about how we feel because there's only six. So- well, by then there'll be five left. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By next week, a lot of wow. gabbing, a lot of gabbing. That all right? That rewatch. A lot of talking. True. And I think you got something else to promote there, Joe. Oh, yes. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out my website, joedorville.com. If you want to get merch through my website, uh, it's on the website. And you can use the promo code SEASON2 (laughs) for the listeners. Um, That will give you 15% off of the merch. And I have a new album out, uh, TV Season 2 by Headphone Joe. No O, no E. You can also find TV One by Headphone Joe. No, oh, no, E in the phone. Um, and yeah, you know, just out here working, getting things done. Tommy, where can we find you? Uh, at Tommy Asterisk. Uh, it's spelled how the word is spelled, but a lot of people don't know that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just at Tommy Asterisk. Basically, everything. I don't. Um, uh, I'm going to, you know, maybe start OnlyFans. Who knows? Uh, but, you know, keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, there's there's you stuff show coming. Off, you can show off that shirt on the OnlyFans. Exactly. I mean, and other you things. know. That's a great yeah. commercial. <laughs> hey, hey, got to keep this sometime PG-13. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, OnlyFans is for content creators of all types, actually, guys. True. I could be doing carpentry mm-hmm. on there, but I'm going to be a different a type of woodworker. That's all. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have to cut oh, a lot of this oh, episode. Hi, you kids. Hi, your wives. Tommy, thank you for guessing again. It's been a blast. Great having you back. Thank you again, Yumio. And of course, my name is Kyle, and I've been here with his right hand man. And no left is a guy. Bam! You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, 
then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.